Hey, Cheesemosas. I'm Igby. I'm Stephanie. And we are the, the Cheesemakers. No. I think that did it. Yeah. No, no, no. Didn't. Jesus. <laughs> Never going to get it. The reunion. We got it. <laughs> Season 14. We're going to get it. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome. We made it to decision day. Super Yay. crazy. Is anybody surprised by the results? Not really. No. Not by the poll <laughs> we took. I know. <laughs> Y'all were spot on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, we are covering Married Married at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 17, Decision Day. But first, of course, let's get into some cheesemen. You have any, Igby? You know, I've got the little tidbits and morsels. Give it to me. According to the internet, Season 10 couple, Karen and Miles... Uh, have partnered with a company called uh, I Can't Wait to Travel for a vacation experience to Putacana, Dominican Republic. In wait, wait, wait. What's the company called? I Can't Wait to Travel. Because <laughs> oh, you ram it all to together. I Can't Wait to Travel to the Dominican Republic. That's the whole title? No, I Can't Wait to Travel, oh. <laughs> comma, for a vacation experience to DR. Okay. I was like, wait. LLC. <laughs> My bad. You could anyway, <laughs> if you're looking to go to DR April 20th through the 22nd next year uh, for $1,100 all inclusive. You can uh, sign up and hang with Karen and Miles, I guess. I don't know exactly. It didn't really go into detail as far as what kind of excursions or activities and things would be happening, but it's on the books. They're going. If you happen to be there, fine. <laughs> They're getting a free vacation. So if you want to go, come on. Right. It sounds like a decent, <laughs> a decent price. I just don't, I'm not familiar with this couple. So I don't know how good of a time it would be. They're all right. I mean, they don't seem like the most like woo, wild and crazy kids, but yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about them fighting the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I guess it wouldn't. <laughs> You could either enjoy somebody fighting all the time because it'd be like, holy shit, these guys are crazy. Or it'd just be awkward the entire time, which is probably the latter. But Or if, um, it's, or if it's like like club hostings where it's the person's going to be at the club, but then you're not going to have any contact or any interaction with them whatsoever. <laughs> They're just there. Like those awkward um, Avril Lavigne uh, after concert photos where she's like 10 feet from the person. Right. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm going to pass on that one, but to each their own, have fun. True. On the Reddit streets, I saw a post where also season 10 couple, uh, Amani and Woody apparently met before being married at first sight. Uh, she said that she met him while she was bartending and it happened a few days after they were notified that they were going to be on the show and be, you know, married at first sight. Mm -hmm. And he said that he was you know, feeling her when he saw her, but because he'd already been notified that he's going to be on the show, he wanted to honor that commitment, and so he didn't ask for her number or anything like that. Oh, that's, like, oh, that's cute. Stand up. And then, yeah. of course, they ended up being like a standout couple for their season. Like they were smitten kittens the entire time, and are still all over each other two years later. Nice. So, I don't know. Guess it's sometimes meant to be. That's super cute. I thought that was super cute too. When they met. Um, at the altar, did they? Was there a look of like, hey, 
Not really, but you know how it is. I'm, their season was in New Orleans. Could you imagine being a bartender in New Orleans and how many people you see? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, well, oh, but then how do they know they saw each other? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe hmm. they both had the inkling, like, did we maybe happen yeah. to? Were you at? You look familiar. <laughs> All right, if they say so. I've heard worse stories. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cute. It's yeah. cute. I hope, I hope so. Uh, in other news, our guy Matt, who was uh, just arrested uh, a couple of trigger, weeks ago, trigger warning: uh, domestic violence. Look out, ladies! He's back on Tinder. Ugh. So if you're in the Nashville area, think about your swipe. If you happen to run into it, <laughs> might not be a good look. No. The audacity, like, really? It's so gross. Really, you couldn't take a minute to Man. be off social. Like, you just broke down your girlfriend's door last week Mm-mm. and already on to the next one. The it's audacity. Disgusting. disgusting. What a pig. The only the other thing I would encourage is like swipe. I don't know what swipe is, but what whatever. Go for it. And then just right. like set them up to meet someone somewhere and then not show up. <laughs> That'd be great. Just catfish him? No, no, no. Just like, okay, cool. Meet me at such and such bar at 10 o'clock and then never show up. Just do it over and over and over again. <laughs> That's not going to work if you know how to use Tinder, right? Oh, well, I don't, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> dated before apps. <laughs> before apps existed. <laughs> if nothing else, report his profile so they'll kick him off, ban him. Yeah, there you go. Even better. Uh, the only last tidbit i have is that gil and ryan from this season were spotted at a uh, oregon ducks game recently with two other ladies who we are not sure who they are i saw in some of the comments that someone was saying that one of the ladies may be a producer from the season but i don't know i thought that was interesting i didn't see gil in well now that i think about it they do have their um you know conservative vibes going on so maybe they are friends yeah maybe so i don't know Um, where either of them were on january 6th so but interesting pick for oregon you know like isn't oregon pretty liberal and i don't know is no idea were they at a football game basketball yeah they were at the ducks game well i know but oh yeah football sorry (laughs) i forget they're both in season oh okay okay yeah and they were all decked out in ducks gear Mm mm-hmm Oh, that's weird. How dare they as Texans? Disgusting, in my opinion. <laughs> I have I no would dog never. in the fight. I would never. Um, cool. That's good. Cheese man. I have, uh, you covered some that I had, but I have Mirla's supposed salary. A person on Reddit said that she has the same job as Mirla, but in Dallas. So they work for like a nonprofit as a a leader, like have a leadership role or something like that. And so, and since she was promoted to partner, her salary range is probably around 112,000 to 168,000 with the option of bonuses. That's just the base with the option of bonuses. Uh, she could also be doing some consulting on the side, which would easily put her at 200000 a year. Well, all right. So. 
Shut up, Bill. <laughs> yep. That's what Shut I'm up saying. And eat your rice. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Gil just always shames her about how she spends this and how she spends that. And at the end of the day, she can afford it. She's investing. She has her retirement. She has her emergency savings. She has all her ducks in a row. So he can just shut it. And that's the rumor too. Like, what is he doing now? Or that's a question now that the, um, you know, at the end of the episode, they had the preview for the reunion. Because he has a beard. Right. And you can't have one as a firefighter. Yeah, I saw that. Watch out, Jamie Otis. He's coming for Mm -hmm. you. You know it. You know this whole season he's been parlaying for a some sort of hosting gig. I mean, he's good at it. Not saying he's not, but um, which is just really interesting because he made it a point to say that he doesn't care about how much he makes just as long as he's passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's just dying to be in front of that camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We saw those Louboutins at the reunion. Mr. Mm-hmm. I don't care about my appearance. Exactly. Clout chaser. But let's get into it. Since we're talking about Gil, let's let's get into this episode. Um, Married at First Sight, season 13, episode 17. Do you have a title for us, Igby? Down and Dirty Decision Day. Ooh, I like it. I you like would. it. <laughs> All right, let's get into Gil and Mirla. Gil's looking good. I was getting ready to say the first, I definitely had opinions on everybody's look. So can that be mm-hmm. the first thing we discuss about each couple? I, before I we agree. get into the completely. Cause baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, Gil looks good. Not a lot of guys can pull off that color. Do you think she picked it? She yeah, I do. Because like when he sat down, she's like, it looks good. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, look at Pastor Calvin's shoes. He has fancy shoes. So I think that uh-huh. was a fight they had. <laughs> I do think she picked it. I do think they already told each other the decisions as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, their body language was so, um, you know, it, it showed that they were together, in my yeah. opinion. You can just tell they're just facing each other and, you know, looking at each other. I think. It was, I already knew right off the bat what their decisions were going to be. For sure. Too too easy, too easy. Mirla's look. Trash. Ugh. She looked terrible. Her eyeshadow. She looked the worst she's ever looked. It was bad. It was so bad, this eyeshadow. Like, did she do it? Or just. No, they don't have stylists or people. They don't, right? So she did that. Yeah. And that's like, that's why she didn't wear makeup every day because obviously she can't do it. That's why she wears lashes because she can't do her makeup. Yeah. So why didn't she just stick to that? Because at the beginning of the season, she said, Oh, I don't wear makeup. I don't want makeup. Right. Because she was arguing with the makeup artist at the wedding. Exactly. And there was a rumor online that um, since she was. Uh, a troll to production all yeah, season that. that they just you know messed up her makeup on purpose but no she did that because they did a they did show um brett putting on her makeup so mm-hmm. i assumed that they all were responsible for their own yeah, yeah there she... was even some like on her cheek i think I it was think, either that I... or a blemish no i think that's part of editing this whole episode the editing was ridiculous yeah there's it was so chopped up so i think she was because there's parts where her eyes are really glassy so i think she was crying and it's mm-hmm. smeared from her wiping oh, her eyes maybe so maybe so but, but yeah, i said she looks on her cheek 
I said she looked like she had a uh, scuba mask eyes, where if you don't put your mask on right, the pressure you gets too bruised. much and it busts all your yes. blood vessels. That's exactly what it looked like. It did. Uh, I liked it, her boots or okay. shoes or whatever. But the boots not, were cute. Not with the top. Not with the dress. I mean, the dress, they were so, $2,000. They're cute. And the dress is cute too, but not together. No, I it's didn't not. like them together. I yeah. didn't like the dress. You didn't like the dress? I like no. the dress. It had like weird puffy sleeves. I didn't, I didn't like it. I feel like if you had so killer legs, it would look amazing. But you couldn't tell because she had those high boots. Yeah, I no, I didn't like the dress at all. <laughs> I didn't like the top of the dress. What do you think of uh, Dr. Viviana's Lisa Frank outfit? <laughs> it wasn't bad. I've seen at least it was better than Pocahontas. Yes. I think it was cute, but it it totally reminded me of Lisa Frank. (laughs) She sold it out because it's not available on the designer's website or on Nordstrom's anymore. Dang. I can't remember. It was uh, A-F-A-F-M-S. It's it's letters, the designer of the dress. I can't remember what it is, Mm. Um, but I did look it up. (laughs) It was was cute. It was cute. But I I was just like, man, if Lisa Frank was a dress, that's what it is. That would be it. (laughs) <laughs> um so yeah shows um mirla walking in like it's a, a catwalk she's working her outfit because she thinks she's hot shit <laughs> and they're egging they, her on <laughs> uh-huh they sure are they sure are and uh gil walks in full of confidence as well they both know exactly what they're going to do of course pastor cal opens up asking them both how they feel and gil says if he doesn't know by now then he's never going to know she said she's also, she's just as confident as she was on her wedding day. And then all this mess happens. Dr. Viviana asks about the wedding day. And Mirla's like, yeah, it was terrible. And everybody thought she was joking. But no, she was super serious. She said she didn't want a wedding. It was a long ass day. She didn't like meeting new people. And all of the experts were like, what the fuck? Why, then why'd you sign up for this? And she said she wanted a husband. And it was worth the sacrifice. Gail, on the other hand, complete opposite, said it was a good time. He met his wife, met her people, her friends, her family. And Dr. Viviana, she's like, well, what about first impressions? Isn't that important? Did you care about whatever anybody thought about you? And she's like, nope, didn't care at all. Since day one, she's kept it real. She sure has. She sure has. They then ask about where they're at emotionally and physically in their marriage. And Mirla says that, you know, they took things slow for a reason. Because when you go too physical too quickly, you can really blur other things, which we saw with Zach and Michaela. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I can agree with that. And then I think sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Right. You know Especially what I mean? in so, this situation when you're on limited time. like Exactly. Exactly. Don't have all the time in the world to wait. Um, they squabble about, you know, she says that they went from zero to a hundred and Gil's like, nah, we went from zero to zero to zero to 45 and then to a hundred. <laughs> so that was kind of cute. And then Dr. Pepper asks if they've had sex. Mirla says no, but like smiles. And she looked Gil's like drunk like, Mirla. At moments she, she gave me <laughs> impressions of drunk Mirla. You think she had a couple shots before they started? Maybe, because there were some times where I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Looking like that. But again, it could be the edit. It could be. And you know how her little comments, 
you know, really takes me back to episode one, two, three, where we hated her, you know, where she thinks she's cute, but it's not cute Yeah. to be acting like this. Yeah. Um, you would think as a professional, she would have a little more tact, you know, she has zero tact. I know you don't give a fuck what people think about you, but how about not hurting other people's feelings, which is your, the whole problem your husband has with you. Right. <laughs> Gil says they have consummated the marriage a couple weeks ago. Um, again, their body language is showing that they, they're intimate physically, you know, emotionally. It looks like they're super connected. Then Pastor Cal asks about her wedding ring. And surprise, surprise, she didn't like their, the free wedding ring either. <laughs> She said it was ugly. ugly. Yeah. Isn't it just a band? Yeah. Yeah. No. Just production's not paying for no diamond. Yeah, it's just a wedding band. Especially not um, a Cartier diamond. Yeah, and you know what? I'm pretty sure she just bought it herself. I'm I certain think... she did. Gil's not yeah. <laughs> I didn't think Gil would go out and I mean it would have it's you know, that is a good Gil move though, to go out and buy her something and surprise her with it. But Mirlo would have had a problem with whatever he picked out. Exactly. He would go to Jared's. He's not going to Cartier. Yeah. And that's he, the problem. A normal American man right. looking for a wedding ring would go to right. Jared's or right. whatever Zales Kay. or whatever around. Zales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's at the mall. Exactly. <laughs> you're not going, you're not making an appointment at Tiffany's or Cartier mm -hmm. nope. or anywhere else. No. If you have to make an appointment, you're not going. Exactly. <laughs> if they have to go to the back, you're not going. <laughs> but that should have tipped them off right there. You know, if she already has a different wedding ring, they're staying married. Hello. Uh, Pastor Cal says he sees a theme, you know, and then he brings up the negative Nancy uh, comments that Gil often makes. And Gil again reiterates, you know, her moodiness puts him in a bad place and he doesn't like who he is when he's in that bad place. And Mirla said, you know, she hears him and it's something that she needs to work on, which we've never heard her say that she's going to work on it. Right. She even says that she wasn't surprised when he said it. She's like, oh, I thought yeah. she said, I, I see when she said that, I thought it, it made it seem like she made it seem like um, she'd never heard that before. Like as a some as a partner, having a problem with it, I guess. Did, did I, you not get those vibes? I took it as she's not surprised that he said it, and that he could be taking it that way. Like, oh yeah, I see how you could be. You could see it as oh being okay all the time. Yeah, yeah. I try to work on keeping it inside internal dialogue. <laughs> Again, you don't have to no say everything. Yeah, no tact whatsoever. A little filter might move mountains for her. <laughs> For real. <laughs> That's an understatement. Now, they bring up, of course, their other big hurdle, which is finances, which I really thought they would bring up what Gil brought up with his mom. Like, he's expected to pay for everything. Like, we've mm -hmm. never heard. I thought that would get resolved here. Like, because that's not something she ever mentioned or he mentioned in her company. Right. Um, but, yeah. So, Dr. Pepper asks about their finances. Mirla says that this really worries her, um, you know, about their the future of their finances. Uh, he's not money driven. He's not concerned about how much he gets paid as long as he is passionate about it. Uh, Gil also says that Mirla wants to make as much as she can as fast as she can. She wants to be a millionaire and he's very content with being a thousandaire. She says that worries her because 
their goals don't align whatsoever for the future of their family. That this is something she's been working on her whole life. And for someone to dismiss it, that really worries her. Dr. Viviana and the experts thought that with love and commitment, that they could get over the discrepancy in pay, which I thought was really stupid because if they had these supposed in-depth conversations with Mirla, you can tell right off the bat that this is a super important thing for her. So why on earth would you think that that was going to be uh, something she could be, oh, okay, I see this. She literally wears exactly. it on Like, <laughs> there's no question about it. And she asked, she's like, yeah, do you think I... we got this wrong? And you're always like, yeah, you got it wrong. Um, she likes nice things. He doesn't like them or enjoy them, which I don't think is true because he wears what he wears, you know. Um, she also right. says that he would be happy living in a box, which I think she took um, literally instead of figuratively, which, you know, he meant. Uh, he says that's not what he's shooting for. He's not shooting for a box. He's shooting for something nice. Um, he wants a nice home for his wife and his kids. And he knows, but she's looking for more, right? She's looking for like a concierge and a doorman and a trash man. And he's all those things. So he doesn't see why they have to go be super bougie when he's self-sufficient, right. as Dr. Viviana had said. Right. He doesn't see the point in paying for all these premiums for no reason when you're perfectly mm -hmm. capable of doing the things for yourself. That's like his problem in the beginning when she didn't want mm -hmm. to walk hype. She wanted him to keep on the dog walker. And he's like, why can't you just walk him exactly. if you're there and you're able to do it? And she's just like, because I don't want to. So I'll yeah. pay for it. Well, it's like, that's a waste of money. As, yeah. Yeah. Um, as soon as Dr. Viviana points out that he's self-sufficient and, you know, but they both kind of want the same thing. The desire for more is, is there for both of them. They they pretty much kind of like, yeah, that's true. You know, they don't really go past, yeah, past that. Um, I don't think Gil is going to argue if Mirla makes so much money and they got a concierge and a doorman. <laughs> I don't see him fighting over that, honestly. But yeah. Nor should he. Um, and then we come to decision time. Um, Mirla goes first. She says she enjoys being with him every day, waking up with him every day. When she gets moody or frustrated, he doesn't hold that against her, which I think he does hold that against her. Um, but he, she says that it shows commitment to her as a wife and their marriage. Based on the past eight weeks, she would do it again, but change a whole bunch of things. <laughs> I know everybody slumps or rolls her eyes. It's a cringe moment. Again, maybe she is drunk. Well, they said this too is part of her trolling. She was so dissatisfied with production that she just used decision day as an opportunity to shit on everything they organized. <laughs> Which, yeah, maybe so. Um, she never thought her husband could be this amazing. So she wants to stay married. Which... I wasn't surprised. Yeah, Duh. I wasn't surprised as much as, you know, Drunk Miller cried about how awesome Gil is. I, I wasn't surprised about this decision whatsoever. I was I was kind of iffy with Gil because he seemed, I guess, the editing, the faces he was making and all that. Um, yeah, the last couple of weeks they yeah, turned they in. They did. It's Gil's turn. He said the last few weeks have been a growing experience for him. He's enjoyed the past eight weeks. They are two totally different people when it comes down to drive. If she's not happy, no one is happy. So they differ on that. But he can sit there and say that he's in love with her. He finally drops the L word. Uh, he loves her passion and respects her hustle. He wanted someone to push him and test him. 
Um, and that's going to be an everyday thing. And so with that, he wants to stay married. They pop the bottles. Everybody's feeling good. She says she feels really relieved, um, excited to experience life as she grows in love with her husband. And Gil says now that it's, you know, regular life, um, they can enjoy their own, their, their lives at their own pace. She says now they can start talking about kids. And he's like, nah, maybe in two or three years, which is interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. since he wants to have exactly kids, start today. <laughs> and she's like, no, we can wait, wait Y'all a year and a half. Younger. I, again, I think this goes down to finances. He doesn't think that they can afford a house or whatever until, you know, two or three years. Uh, you don't, don't think know so? That. It was such a big deal. He seemed gung ho about That's it before. True. I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter that they're not together anymore. <laughs> we don't. Know I'm that. pretty sure if they're if, if Gil's an organ with some other woman that's not Mirla. Oh, these weren't like. Ladies. Oh, they're like. Ladies. Oh, okay. I thought they were ladies. <laughs> oh, never no. mind then. Maybe they are together. I don't they're know. Like man, they're like ma'ams. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe they are together. Who knows? Uh, well, the rumor on the street was they broke up like two weeks Really? Ago. So that makes me curious about yeah. their living arrangements because Gil was, his lease was going to expire like before decision day. And then he was looking at bougie apartments for Mirla. Oh, mm, I hope there's a lot more to this. Um, he's living in the go. Beamer. Ah, he's, he's a firefighter. He can go Aww. live in the firehouse. Stay at the If he doesn't house. have a beard. <laughs> Now, the end of this segment, Dr. Viviana says that they are an example to people that when you're committed to grow in love in your marriage, it's going to work. And that's where they end. Again, not surprised. Nope. We, yeah. we predicted that last week. You guys predicted it in our uh, Spotify poll. <laughs> no big not surprises Not at all. There. Let's see. Who else are we going to talk about? Um, let's go to the one that's also not a surprise. Brett and Ryan. <laughs> hmm. Thoughts on the looks? <sighs> so usually, I know this is like, I don't, of course, I don't remember what Ryan was. He looks fine. I don't know. Yeah, I said Ryan, yeah, looks, Ryan, like Ryan. looks like Ryan. Pretty much at this point, all the guys just look like they have a exactly. Brett, okay, so when you have big boobs, a halter top is a great, a great um, way to accentuate that. Like I always get halter top swimsuits because they they um, look good with the big boobs, but this didn't. I don't know. I don't think it was very flattering to her. I didn't think it was flattering either, especially that like hanging. Yes, and that might have been it. That might have been what shifted it off. Like, and then I, it looked like maybe even underneath the dress, there probably was a lining that got stuck or something. Like she needed some more foundation. Mm, it just wasn't, it just didn't Her fit eyes right. are beautiful. I love her eyes. I will say that. And the dang roots. Her roots. I cannot believe her. Now, in the reunion, her roots are done. Well, that's because it was like six months later. <laughs> but still, you're on national TV. Why wouldn't you do your hair? If you're, especially with this color, a color that everybody associates yeah. with you. It's truly uh-huh. unnatural. For real, I just can't. 17 episodes and yeah. this girl has not done her hair. Mm-mm. She had a cute chin. Yeah, she did. And, she, and she's she's a beautiful girl. Like, I just don't 
don't get it. I didn't feel the. I didn't like the color of the dress either. That like liquid glitter. I think it, it's a fun color, but with the dress not cut in a way that was flattering to her, I don't think it was. It didn't. It just didn't suit her. But some, you know, shame on production for not at least, you know, getting the liner that was all bunched up or thing. It's her dress. It's her problem. I know. Just but, you know, up. if she, well, compare a Brett to a Mirla. I know they're not going to help a Mirla, but if they liked Brett, she seems like a nice person. They could have smoothed it out. You know yeah, what I mean? I guess. If they wanted to be nice. I, I'm the person who, if you're standing in line in front of me and your tag's sticking out, I'm going to tell you that your tag's sticking out. I'm the person that's just going to say Anyway. Yeah, so. Anyway. Ugh, those roots. Can't get rid of it. So we're walking into decision day. Uh, both Brett and Ryan come through the doors. And they say that that's the most, you know, nerve-wracking part. <laughs> it was more nerve-wracking than their wedding. Brett says, well, she asks Ryan how um, he's doing when he comes in. And he says, he's good, but they'll see after this. <laughs> And she gives him a look like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you just say that? Like, what is that I supposed know. to mean? Um, mm, but wedding wedding day Ryan was a bundle of nerves. He was not this Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Sweating buckets. Uh, Pastor Kyle says that leading up to today is, has been stressful since it's been very up and down in their situation. But what has been the best part of their marriage Ryan says that there were obvious reasons that they were matched together, their conversation, their competitiveness, their back and forth banter. He says they're both quick witted with each other and can bounce things off of one another effortlessly. He says Brett is super friendly and that she's a really awesome girl. And, you know, Brett has a little smile like, oh, that was mm -hmm. nice of him to say. Brett says that Ryan's ability to give and to take care of people is definitely there. She thinks those are really good qualities in him. She says that there are little moments or there were little moments when she would catch herself kind of looking at him and being like, hmm, maybe this could work. Maybe there is something there. She says that the highlights to her were the times when they were just kind of chilling and kicking it, like listening to music or messing around and being competitive with each other. Uh, Ryan agrees. Yeah, we did have fun together. Awkward silence. <laughs> well, he also in the voiceover leading up to um, them walking through the doors, he did mention that. He wanted a marriage, not a roommate. So I think just early on, because they weren't sexual, it just friend zoned really quick. I think from day one, he was done. <laughs> really? He was totally checked. Yes. From well, the it looked like he was trying. As soon as he saw her. He was trying at the honeymoon. No. He was giving her smooches and stuff. He was trying to force it. But deep down, <laughs> nah, he was never into it. No, like, yeah, I, I do think, but that I think that was him trying. You know what I mean? And then as soon as they got back, they're like, nah, roomie. Dr. Pepper says that she understands that Ryan wants to be a good guy, but she has to address the whole dating app situation with him. Uh, she just does not understand why he would sign up for an app before the marriage was over. What were you thinking? Ryan says that him and Brett have talked about it at length at this point and that he's sorry that she had to receive that message from her friend. He hopes that she genuinely believes that it wasn't his intention at all. He never meant for that to happen. Then, thank yes. you, Dr. Viviana, calls him out on his shit and was like, no, something didn't happen to you. You mm -hmm. did this. You proactively went on your phone to the Apple iPhone store <laughs> and downloaded this app, put in your username yeah. and password, and started swibbity swiping. <laughs> that didn't just magically happen out of nowhere. 
And this is, again, like his previous apologies. He's not sorry. Sorry that he did it. He's sorry that, that it he, happened. Yeah. He's sorry that, yeah, yeah, she found out. So he's at that point, yeah, he's forced to own it. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I did do it. Uh, she asks him why again. And he says that there was an initial connection with Brett, but he lost it, obviously. And then he goes into this conversation about having a type. He says he's 35 years old, so he obviously has a type. And like I said, from day one, as soon as he saw her, mm-hmm. she didn't fit that. And he was What do you think? What do you, is that true? Doctor, do you think, you know, we're both 35? Do you think it's hard to get away from our type? Do you think there's any truth to that? Don't I don't know. count because I've been married for 13 years. And But I always dated bald men. So, much- <laughs> so I had a type. I mean, I don't think I have a type. <laughs> I don't know. I think because even when I try to do like, like try to go Uh outside the box, it still don't work. (laughs) So it's like, well, I might as well just go. There you go. So there is, it does hold water then. But then, then Dr. Pepper has a good point. So go, go for it. Right. She says that you basically dating your type is getting you nowhere. You know, you never go to that deeper connection with these people. Because he picks potatoes. Someone said, don't compare to potatoes. Potatoes are filling and delicious and full of vitamin K. (laughs) She says that uh, she encourages him to question that if it's that he has a type or if he's just yet using that as an excuse as an easy way out Mm -hmm. in this situation. Um, He says, no, I'm not looking for an out at all. His goal in this was to come out married more than anything else. And he can look, you know, the experts in the eye and say that. He says that he was basically fighting his lack of feelings while trying to take her feelings into consideration at the same time. Brett says that if they're being honest, she was waiting for feelings too, because we have to remember Ryan isn't mm-hmm. her type either. They have nothing in common. But she says they have that absolutely nothing in common. They swear mm-hmm. they do though. <laughs> that manatee would have uh, something else to say. <laughs> yeah. She says that. You can't just sit there and wait for something to happen. You have to put in the effort and make things happen. You have to create it. It's not just going to come to you. Uh, She says they both have, you know, obviously a different mentality on how that was supposed to work. So Pastor Cal asks if there's anything that could have been done that would have made a difference. Then, uh, you know, Pastor Cal starts to go on and on about Brett and how great and wonderful and awesome she is. She's totally wifey material. She's ride or die. And... That's when Brett is kind of like telling him to keep going and egging him on. And she's putting her hand behind her ear. And Ryan says he thought she was going to take her (laughs) earrings off and fight him. Then Dr. Viviana asks Brett if she thinks that Ryan was ready to get married. And she immediately says no. She says that deep down, they both want the same things in life. Like they want to be married and to have kids, family, all that stuff. And maybe that's why they were matched. Pastor Cal asks Ryan if he could have done anything differently. And Ryan says that he wishes that he would have been more vocal with Brett instead of leaving her questioning where they were in the relationship. Duh. <laughs> you didn't say anything to her the entire time. Just that we got to talk more. <laughs> exactly. And so she says, basically, she wishes she would have spoken up more and forced him into those conversations instead of letting him mm-hmm. tippy-toe around like he did. So now it's come time for them to make their final decisions. Brett goes first and says that this day has been moving over them from the very beginning. She said she had hope at the beginning, but it felt 
really different than it does now and they just never got on the same page. She thinks they can have a good friendship, but it is what it is. She wants a divorce. Ryan, to me, it, in the shot that they showed us, he looked a little unsettled. He looked like he was crying, right? He gave me a little glass, a little watery sprinkles. eye. I thought, I thought so. But who, that's again, who knows mm-hmm. what they're showing us and what mm-hmm. they aren't. But in the end, he said he agrees and he also wants to Very get a divorce. There's no real, yeah, there was no explanation or anything mm-hmm. after that. Dr. Pepper asks how they feel. Brett says, you know, she feels fine. He doesn't really say anything. Uh, Dr. Pepper then goes on to say that she hopes that they don't feel like a divorce is a failure, but more of a new platform from which they can build their lives going forward. That's mm-hmm. a wrap on them. Uh, in the end, we see like an ITM, I think, where Ryan says that it's a relief for both of them. And he knows that he's coming out as a better, more well-rounded person and future husband to someone else, ideally. He hopes that uh, Brett has taken a lot of great things from the experiment as well. She says that the road to get into to get to that decision wasn't easy. She really beat herself up about giving up. But at the end, she had to take herself into account and her happiness into consideration. It just can't be about him and his needs. This may be the end of a marriage, but it's not the end of her belief in marriage and her quest to find love. Hopefully, in the future, it'll just come to her and she doesn't have to take drastic steps like getting married (laughs) to a stranger to find what she's looking for. But she says the risk was worth it. Um, And then we see them leaving the room she's kind of playfully pushing him out the door and they yeah. walk out together um they're so they're on good terms together yeah. but apart yeah i think this was a great experience for brett even though it's it ended not how she wanted it to end ideally right but she seems mm-hmm. like a more confident person than she was in episode one you know um yeah and she kept saying oh i hadn't been kissed in two years da, 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 this that and the other Oh yeah, I forgot she she would not let let it go. go. Like she was so hung up on it, and at the end of this, she's just like, Mm -hmm. "I am so much more than what this guy is giving me. I am worth it. I can do this. Like I don't need this guy." And I think at the end, even though they're divorcing, I think she's on a, a better path than she was at the beginning of this process. I can see that. Yeah, there's definitely been some growth. Ryan and um. Maybe not. <laughs> I think I think he yeah. learned that marriage isn't easy. It's not what he, it's not, you know, butterflies and rainbows like he envisioned. I know he wants children, but, you know, if he wants children with a wife, he has to put a lot more effort than he's doing. So hopefully he walks away with that. I don't know. Yeah. Do we want to talk about their chisme? That we didn't want to yes. pick Yes. I can't wait to hear it. Let me hear it. So the word on the street is, this whole thing is fake. <laughs> so apparently, Brett has a boyfriend now that she has been dating since the one month anniversary. What? That far? Yes. That she was dating him before the couple's retreat. Um, so that's why, that's when it all turned. I Well, that would explain why... Ryan wasn't there to, to comfort her for Baxter. 
Remember, we're like, why isn't he? Mm -hmm. Why mm -hmm. isn't he there? Why is he at the gym saying sorry? That makes mm -hmm. a lot more sense because I do feel like Ryan is who he is, but he is not that cold where he would let her go put her dog down by herself. Right. Especially when he's done it himself. Exactly. And has a dog himself now. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Oh. And even they were saying on episodes of Unfiltered, there was episodes where Ryan was saying that Brett was staying out all times of the night and coming in at two o'clock in the morning. So how are they supposed to be spending this quality time? And da -da 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 -da. Mm -hmm. So that's apparently when she met this guy and started hooking up with him. Mm -hmm. So apparently the word is since they had both checked out pretty early in the relationship, mm -hmm. they kind of had an agreement with each other to just kind of keep up the charades and go through the motions to get their full checks at the end of the day. Uh huh. And that the reason Brett was so mad about the app was because she was mad, not that Ryan was using it, but because he got busted. He was supposed to be keeping it on super, 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 super low key. Oh. Like he shouldn't have been having like a public profile. Yeah. So that's what she was mad about. So now her friend knew and all this stuff. So it had to come out. Yes. And the, and the reunion, it shows that she said something mm -hmm. like, well, rumors are rumors, blah, 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 blah. Right. Because Kevin asked her like, oh, Brett, you met someone? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the rumor. That makes complete sense now. I didn't know. I didn't put that together for it being that far back. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was in the beginning. Okay. And Ryan's just taking it for the team? Like, Dr. Pepper was pretty, she was pretty blunt yeah. with him. And, like, but right. you can tell, like, she's just like, you're a shit. Yeah. Wow. Yes, yeah. He just decided to not well, put her out there and just. Makes me feel better about one. Ryan. Because remember, I was team Ryan at the beginning. And then when he downloaded the app, I was like, fuck this guy. He's a fuck boy. Which, I mean, he could still be. But he could still be. Maybe not necessarily for this reason. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Good one, Igby. All right. On them oh. Reddit streets. Look at you. Man, they be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move it along. How about, let's do, let's do Bao and Johnny next. So. <laughs> the Luke's. The Luke's Bao looks stunning. She does look amazing. I mean, I have, I. That's her power I like color. The, I didn't like the silver shoe. Oh, I didn't even the notice the me, shoes. It, no, they were not giving what they should have gave. <laughs> the dress was a little prom for me. Really? But I thought it, it was beautiful. I thought it was like classic. I thought it was like Audrey Hepburn vibes. That's no, what I thought. It gave me class of 2014. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she looked great. It is a power color. I love it. It looks good on her. She does look great. And Johnny looks like Johnny. he has a meeting after this. Yeah. <laughs> he came from work. For real. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> so walking in, Johnny says he's not 100% decided on what he's going to say. Um, I know, right? He says, in theory, they, you know, him and Bao look good on paper, but in practice, not so much. Dr. Pepper compliments Bao on her dress. And after that, she asks both of them, you know, what their best moments from the marriage are. Bao says that there are more highs than lows. Their wedding day was absolutely amazing. 
their one month. That was really cool too. They both defied death together. And she said she was just beaming that day. And we could all tell um, you know, just that adrenaline rush and they both did it together. It was a really good experience for them jumping out of the plane. I would never do it, but it looked like they had a good time. Mm-hmm. Johnny said, and this is where he lost me right off the bat, right? He says the smaller stuff is what ha- what he enjoyed most of the time. The day-to-day where he got a little glimpse of, of what being married to her after the show would be, which I'm going to call bullshit on because he complained about that all the time. Mm-hmm. She said she was doing, you know, meal prepping for him and it wasn't going to be appreciated. Um, she would tidy up, do his laundry thing, mm-hmm. everyday things. And he's like, I don't need that. I need you to plan things. And and he, he said in this thing where the plan stuff, you know, didn't mean anything to him. What? You asked for that? <laughs> what a liar. It's so weird. He has no idea what he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would give him hope if they had more of those little moments together. He thinks that if they had more of those little moments, then um, their marriage could have been better. And Dr. Pepper asks then um, what their biggest challenges were. Val um, says that knowing how to communicate effectively, trying to figure out what, what was going wrong in their disagreements. And for Johnny, he says not to run. In the past, he would walk away when things got rough and old him would wouldn't have been able to make it to this point. And everybody's looking at him like, "What? You did you run, bro, ran every day." <laughs> it's like you ran to your house, to the other room. You guys weren't even sleeping in the same bed at the end. Like, no, you were checked out, bro. Um, Doctor Viviana asked Bao if she agrees with what Johnny is saying, and she's like, "No." He's been running from the marriage from, you know, the beginning. He would have, he, he said he would have walked out in the first week if they were, if this was like a dating scenario. It bothered her because it felt like she couldn't speak up for herself. It silenced her. She lost her voice. And that's not how she identifies with herself normally. Dr. Pepper. He looked so mad. He did. He did. Well, and. And this is where I could kind of see his perspective because what we did see, he was never vulgar or loud. I don't, I didn't see that. And when he was kind of getting explosive, he did walk away. Like, I don't, he was just mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wrote that in my notes too. Like he, like he says, like he didn't yell at her, Mm -hmm. but you did have to go to another room to scream. Yeah. there, it was elevated. It might not have been at her necessarily. Yeah, directed at her, but yeah, there was definitely a level of escalation. Yeah, and I think I figured out who he looks like finally. Who? When he gets mad, Mister DiMartino from Daria, <laughs> with the vein and the forehead and the one big eye. <laughs> yes, that's hilarious. It's totally him. I was like, Eureka, it came to me, finally. Oh, 17 <laughs> episodes. Episode. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so Dr. Pepper asks where things got sideways. Like, where, at what point did she feel like she couldn't talk? And this is where Bao brings up the heated arguments. She didn't say what was on her mind half the time because she was afraid it was going to get louder and angrier. And that could also be to 
her past trauma where her Mm -hmm. her dad was verbally abusive to her mom and she didn't want to you know step back into that place in time which i could completely understand even if he wasn't getting loud that was probably in her mind always an option that's like the next next level which i can see that i said he just pulled a michaela and was like i don't know what you're talking about me get angry Never. Yeah, we were having a normal conversation. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and he, he he does look like he's sorry. She said he said that he was sorry that she felt like that that she couldn't speak up. He didn't think their arguments escalated. He never yelled, and in most of their arguments, he was listening most of the time. Um, that's debatable. <laughs> She's just brewing, and she just looks at him like I think we're recollecting their arguments differently you know as as their whole relationship they saw things differently the entire time yeah they both missed what do they call it two ships passing in the night passing in the night yeah (laughs) dr pepper says they don't understand how they trigger each other in these unresolvable arguments johnny says that she's dead set on one person being right and he can only say my bad so many times and he doesn't want to be married to someone who wants him to take the blame most of the time. He can, but he doesn't want to. And then the conversation about Sarah comes up, or conversation with Sarah comes up. And I thought this was good on Johnny's part. He owned up to what the actual mistake is, right? It's a boundary issue. He said he's really sorry that he had the conversation with Sarah. He was feeling distraught and felt like she was the only person who understood why he was feeling the the feelings he was. Val said that she was absolutely devastated, that she was already down about their marriage, and she felt really betrayed by both her husband and her best friend. She said the one person who's going to say that she's crazy, he went to that one person. And and he's like, you're not crazy, which I was surprised he said. <laughs> and But he needed that validation at the time, and he clung to it super hard. And this is, this is the, the part I kind of respect about him that there were boundaries and he didn't respect it. And if they had problems within their marriage, they should have talked it out first. And if he felt like the need to talk to her best friend, he should have asked Val first. He apologized. I thought that was pretty sincere. Mm-hmm. Pastor Cal says that they are great people and they thought the experts thought that they would make a great marriage and do great things. But they brought all of their problems from their past dating life into their marriage. And then it's decision time. Johnny says it's difficult. Um, they've gone through many, many lows. So many lows. So many lows. And his body language was like out of control. <laughs> it was all over the place. But he says yes. And she smiles. And it, that smile might have been from some other cut. But uh, she's <laughs> She smiles. Um, he's like, let's see what happens without the cameras, the lights and the crew and go to counseling and try and make it work. And he's like, my heart is beating out of my chest. Were you surprised by this decision? I I was. I wasn't. I think after talking to his friends, that kind of gave him the, I guess, the energy to try to make it work again. Or this was all just... Um, changing it up strategy mm-hmm. could be so he doesn't look, he looks like the victim she yeah 
could be. Um, I also thought like the cultural shame might have played a part in it because, mm. you know, because um, he had brought that up that it, we don't do divorce. Yeah. in in the Asian community community that divorce is like not an option and he didn't he doesn't want to be like his dad. So I thought that played a role in it. But I was I was genuinely surprised because he looks so miserable almost the whole season. <laughs> And it's Bao's turn. She thought that she was really sure about the decision coming in, but didn't expect it to be this hard. But her answer is no. She came into this wanting commitment and support, and she doesn't think she got that whatsoever. She even says she was so unhappy most of the time, which breaks my heart. And so much so that she can't trust that any of this will change. Um, it's, it's Johnny, I think it's an ITM where he just didn't see the harm in trying. Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor Cal says there is nothing wrong with what he said, you know, because Johnny's sitting there looking like someone kicked his puppy. I thought he was looking like this bitch embarrassed me on national <laughs> TV. <laughs> I am so pissed off. Well, because he probably <laughs> thought she was just going to be a doormat and be like, oh, okay, let's do it. Even though you just stepped all over me all freaking season. Exactly. What's the harm in trying? You had eight weeks to try mm-hmm. and you didn't. Yup. So why do you think I would want to stay married to you? <laughs> Hello. He was just so mean these last few weeks. He's just, that's the word mean. Um, Dr. Pepper said that she's sad for them for their disappointment. They look defeated and pastor Cal tries to give them a, you know, a little urge of encouragement saying, you know, this this will make them learn and grow as individuals. Johnny said that they both seem ha- they both had uh, seen good moments. Why wouldn't she just give it a shot? Was marriage really that bad? That hurts. Yes. Yeah. Marriage was really bad. We all saw it. Hello. You left every day. What are you talking about? <laughs> you. Yeah. You said it was horrible. Um, Bao is genuinely surprised by his answer. She says it doesn't add up that on this isn't day, all of a sudden he wants to work on it. He hasn't been working on it for at least three weeks, so she doesn't trust his words. Too little, too late. Yes, Did you see her Bao. little smirk when she left the yep. room? Yep, and I'm so she glad said. people screenshotted that and started putting it up like, yes, queen, do it. Kiss my ass, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Did you see on uh, Next Time at the Reunion where they're asking him and Mirla why they're best friends. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Inquiring minds would like to know. Mm-hmm. I do. Because, yeah, that's an odd couple. It is weird. I mean, they both Maybe like they have some. That's what I was getting ready to say. Maybe they have some kind of investment Invest- thing going on. Investment club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they share tips. There you go. Besides um, culturally, because it does seem like both of them value their culture Mirla and Johnny mm-hmm. that they don't mesh because you know they're from different cultures everything else it seems like they'd probably mesh they both like nice things they both like money they both want family Johnny's even said he wants to retire by 40 and have children so mm, maybe it's a little more than investment club I don't want to see that tape <laughs> but someone who's not making an investment at least in the their marriage. We want to see. <laughs> Zach and Michaela. Uh, 
Do we want to talk about their looks first? Their looks. I think she looks good. She looked okay. Yeah. I hated the the boots were too much. Um, I thought she looked cute. I liked the boots. I liked her. You liked those hideous boots. I did. I liked them. I liked her natural hair. I think she looked good. The little romper was cute. I liked her earrings. I didn't like the lip color. Wasn't for me. Hated the boots. And why did she have a purse that also did not match her shoes? Oh, I didn't even look at the purse. You're so observant. It, it was weird because she was the only one that had a purse. That's why it was so noticeable. <laughs> That's really funny. She don't trust production around her belongings anymore. I guess. Because apparently <laughs> she keeps having a purse. This isn't the first time. <laughs> she trusts no one. She thinks that producer's going to steal her identity. <laughs> trust me. Uh. You're good. You're safe. <laughs> And Zach, Zach looks like Zach. He looks good. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. But did you notice uh, when Patrick Cal was like introducing them that they were matched on ambition? But what does Michaela do? We went into work. Mm, we went into how she's not really a realtor last week. Who knows? Mm. Not I. I put ambition question mark. <laughs> You weren't supposed to be paying attention to that part. Oh, okay. My bad. It was just supposed to be clips. You're not supposed to listen to them. You're supposed to be waiting for the decision part. Gotcha. My bad. Uh, but at the very top of the episode, we saw like uh, some of the cast members getting ready for decision day. Um, Zach said he hopes that Michaela says whatever her heart feels and that she does whatever is the best decision for her because that's what he plans to do. She says that she feels good about her answer. She's not nervous at all. She just wants her thoughts to be clear and known and then move into the future. She says if she had to describe the last eight weeks in one word, it would be roller coaster. But she's glad that they got to this point and she's happy, but it's been a very long journey. Roller coasters are fun for some and terrifying for others. This is very true. <laughs> this is very true. But they come into decision day. Dr. Pepper starts out saying that they're all smiles today, but it has not been the easiest <laughs> eight weeks. How are you feeling right now? Michaela says she feels relieved because they finally made it to decision day. <laughs> it's the end. Finally. Zach says that he feels really good too. Uh, Dr. Pepper asks them what their version of marriage was like. Michaela says her version of marriage was a really big learning lesson about herself. It had really beautiful moments, but it also had some very crazy moments. <laughs> all in all, she's happy that everything that happened, happened. She says she had so many lessons to learn. Uh, that's when Dr. Pepper asks uh, Zach about the good times. And this is when he throws everybody for a loop and like goes for a note in his... Um, pocket inside his jacket and he pulls out a piece of paper everyone is visibly confused like what are you doing <laughs> dr pepper's like uh is this about the good times or is this about your decision and he's like no this is just my thoughts about our marriage period and so he you know pulls it open and he says that he hopes that michaela looks never looks back on the time they spent together with remorse that she's made him a better man and he's forever grateful for that he sees this day as the beginning of them and a new start to something better. Everything that they've been through together was worth it. He wouldn't change a single thing, and he hopes that she wouldn't either. 
He thanks her for loving him and he can honestly say that he loves her too. Of course, she starts getting teary-eyed and she needs a tissue. Michaela says that this has been a journey and to hear him say that really means a lot. Pastor Cal asks her to tell them how she feels about it and she says that it shows her that he really cares, that he has emotions and thoughts and feelings that he may not be able to ex express to her immediately, but you know, he does still have those feelings and he is present. He's always thinking. And then she like points to him and is like, this is what he looks like when he's thinking. <laughs> and they all have to like laugh. Oh, at this point, he's also starting to tear up. You know, our boys that can't hold it in. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that it's also super confusing. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I can deal with tears, but like, like sobbing is a lot. <laughs> And like sometimes it's out of nowhere. It's like, why, why are you crying? But also, uh, like it's just the eight weeks of constant ups and downs could throw anybody into a tizzy. Yeah. Like I'll give him a little bit of grace, but yeah, he's a lot right now. <laughs> so, like we said, Zach's getting teary. Pastor Cal asks how he's feeling right now, and he says that honestly, he's just happy and thankful. You know, at this point, the producers are hyping up the edit and hyping up the drama. There's a big dramatic pause. They hype up the music. Then, like, Zach bursts into tears. <laughs> and he, you know, says he needs a moment to collect himself. Then he says he remembers when he first went, met with the experts and that he was so happy that they were going to have the opportunity to match him with someone and, you know, for him to meet someone like her. They really made it happen for him. He thinks Michaela is the most amazing woman he knows outside of his mom, which I wonder what his mom thinks of that compliment. Mm -hmm. Dr. Viviana cuts in and says, everybody watching this and, you know, who's been following this story should be like, okay, wait a minute. These people are gushing over each other and about how much they're in love and how they have these huge feelings for each other. But what we saw during the eight weeks is a totally different journey and story. So it was a mess. How can you, yeah. How <laughs> can you make sense of that for us? And Zach says that for him, it's always actions that are louder than words. Mm. So the fact that she's still willing to try and to have conversations and, you know, work means that she has to love him unless she's crazy <laughs> or both. Which we're going to go with option C. Yup. He says that. But actions speak louder than words. Like flipping over wooden benches. <laughs> but he didn't see that. I guess not. He was already gone. That's why I said like all those oh, physical things yeah. that happened. He never saw that until the show came on. Because those were all the times he already was on his way home. Yep. That's true. So he had no idea she was throwing Clorox wipes at the window. and Having PCP rage. Yeah, like he had no idea till now. Jesus. He says that at times he was skeptical because maybe the actions don't match the words, but eventually they do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Michaela says that after their sit downs, her and Zach put into practice how to talk to each other and how to listen. They've also learned to overcome their kind of ceasefire that they have going on. She is finally recognizing that the Hurricane K situations are not okay, not cool. It's something that she looks back on and regrets. 
she says that she's going to try very hard to not let that happen again, which she said over and all mm-hmm. over all season. And then again, they show Zach with this big grin. Who knows what he was smiling at, but that's what they showed us <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> because then it's time to deliver their answers for decision day. I know if he was smiling that big shit eating grin and, and he's like, I want a divorce. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, okay, I don't know where they cropped this from because when they were talking about the decision, he was again, like Johnny had like crazy body language Mm -hmm. where he was just like, yeah, all over the place. Yeah. He was not all smiles and grins at all. Nope. So Michaela goes first and she says that she wants to stay married. Um, Again, they show us a smile. Uh, She says she wants to see what the future looks like for them. And then Dr. Pepper asks Zach if he wants to stay married or get a divorce. And then you see his face kind of change. He gets that furrowed brow Mm -hmm. and is starting to look a lot more serious. They play the super dramatic music, of course. Mm -hmm. And he says, no, he wants a divorce. But it's not a bad thing. (laughs) According to the world, divorce is a bad thing. (laughs) No, 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 no. Hear him out. Hear him out. Hold on. Hold on. He got, (laughs) wait, he got to figure it out. This is what we're going to do. So he goes into his explanation like he did last week when they had the group hang at the latitude as far as his reasons for saying no. He says that he wants to divorce the last eight weeks. Forget about everything that happened during the experiment and start over from the beginning, dating fresh, brand new, and see how it goes from there. Dr. Pepper says, "Um, no, I don't know how to interpret this. (laughs) You know, He's rejecting what they've been through, but still making plans to try to stay together and work things out anyway. And Zach says that he doesn't really know what they're going to do because it's not going to be easy. So that's still not really an answer. (laughs) Uh, Pastor Cal says that, you know, he's been a Zach fan throughout this experiment and he thinks he's a good guy, but he's not communicating in a way that's palpable for Michaela. And that basically he's putting a nail in his coffin but he just doesn't realize it. Yeah. Like if you say no, she's going to rec- recognize it as no. Yeah. Not It's a rejection. Yeah. It, there's no maybe. There's no gray. Um, that's when Zach says this whole thing is mind boggling to him. <laughs> and Pastor Cal says, well, it shouldn't be mind boggling. All your wife wants to know is whether you want to be married to her going forward. And, you know, he understands that Zach wants to divorce the past, but they're talking about the future. So going forward, do you still want to be married? And Michaela double down, doubles down and asks him, right, do you want to be married with me going forward? Yes or no. And then there's like a bunch of jump cuts between her face and his face and back and forth like three <laughs> or four times where he looks frustrated. She looks confused. And eventually they cut to him and he says no. He explains again because he's trying to divorce the past. He's not rejecting her. He's not going to change his action towards her. He still wants to see where this is going. None of that is changing. But he says, you know, he wants the divorce. Michaela at that point is looking a little bit teary. To me, I saw a little bit of the hurricane brewing Mm -hmm. under, under the surface because she says that what she is hearing is that he doesn't want to remain married to her. And that makes her think like, okay, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't give me any kind of encouragement. And he says, well, I guess that means I'm being selfish then because for me mentally, it's better for me to say no. 
This is when Pastor Cal jumps in again to reiterate that he hopes Zach understands the impact of what he's saying. And Zach says, yeah, no, I don't want to be married. I want a divorce. (laughs) And he then again tries to explain to Pastor Cal and Pastor Cal cuts him off. And he says, no is no, period. Yeah. Zach tries to get in there again and Pastor Cal shuts it down. No, 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 no. You can say yes, but I want to forget the past. But no is definitive. Yeah. You can't say no, but I still want to hang out. Or no, I wish I did things differently. That's still a no. So Zach says like, well, would you rather me just say no when it be over? And they're all kind of like, wait, what? Nobody said that. Who said that? (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, they're like, no, it's your call. We're not telling you to say anything. You say what you want to say. If you want to say no, say no. But know what that means. Yeah. And, you know, he's confused still about what he's supposed to say. (laughs) Michaela's like, no, no, no. You gave your answer. Yeah. That's fine. So Pastor Cal thinks that Michaela needs you know, some closure going forward. Michaela says that she does want to stay married to see what the future holds for them as married people. She hears all the beautiful things, you know, he has to say to her, but he all, she also hears that when they get up and, you know, leave this room, he wants a divorce from his wife while she's a woman that's willing to fight for their marriage. So in an ITM, Zach says he thought they were on the same page coming into decision day, but it seems like she must have forgotten what he meant when he said what he said. But he said what he said. Yep. I feel like they he has discussed this with her multiple times. Oh, we're going to get into it. Oh, okay, okay. We're going we gonna to get into it. Okay. So we see him walk out. There's a voiceover with Michaela where she says that she would have been more comfortable if he said he wanted to stay married and she would have had a little bit more encouragement then to do his plan of starting over. But at this point, she has no encouragement at all. What's a new beginning? Now you want to date? Are you single now? That all changes the dynamic and that's stupid to her and she's not doing that, period. But we go back to them at the decision room. She's putting on a smile to say everybody, say goodbye to everyone. Um, She's leaving the room. That's when we get Pastor Cal with his what the hell moment. (laughs) Um, They're kind of discussing it between themselves. The experts, Dr. Viviana is saying, you know, what we're all thinking is that Zach is trying to come out looking like the good guy and remain friends but of course that's how everybody wants it but that's not how it works in real life um pastor cow says he's you know he's asking zach if he thinks he's leaving there single zach doesn't think so but pastor cow's like yeah she's already checked out you've already said no to her you're rejecting her she's done Mm -hmm. so as far as the theories hit me are okay well there's a theory and then there's comments from zach himself Ooh. so One theory that's going around is, well, we know that they have had this discussion as far as what they're going to do after decision day, because we saw at the couple's retreat, that was like one of the fights that they had already discussed that they were going to say no at decision day and then do this, we're just dating thing. Mm -hmm. So we know that that was the theory or that that was the plan. So one theory for them saying no is that if they say no, and get the divorce, it'll be on lifetime's dime. Mm -hmm. So if they get divorced, but still date, and it doesn't work out, then they wouldn't have to essentially pay for their divorce. So say they stayed married, Mm -hmm. and then in three weeks decide they want to get divorced. So now they have to come out of pocket for that divorce. They have to deal with each other. So imagine you trying to take Michaela to court. (laughs) 
this has happened in past seasons where people have tried to get divorced and it's taken years because the other party won't cooperate. Uh But if they do it now at decision day, it's all handled by production. Yeah. And it's much easier for them to get remarried than it is for them to get divorced after the fact. Okay. That makes sense. And it's free. (laughs) Well, you were coming at it from the money aspect. I don't think Zach would be stressing over, you know, a few grand to get divorced, but I could see him stressing about taking her to court, her not showing up, having to do another court date, going to mediation, like all this other stuff. Right. I could see that. Could yeah. see how she is mm-hmm. when she's not getting her way. Mm-hmm. Not cute. And yeah. <laughs> and so then another post that popped up on the Reddit today. Uh, let's see. From user Funky Cold Medina's. <laughs> nice. They had a theory that um, they think that they Zach and Michaela had previously discussed what they were going to do on decision day and Michaela jumped ship last minute so she could play victim mm-hmm. and make Zach look like the bad guy for sympathy since she knows that she's looked crazy all season. <laughs> That's a good theory. Yeah. So they said that, you know, he seemed kind of shocked by her. Yes. And felt a little weirded out because he was starting to get questioned left and right. And that's what made him turn into, you know, a bubbling idiot where yeah. you know, he like he already talked in circles. Yeah. But then it really got crazy this episode. <laughs> you can also see that we'll, we'll talk about um, the dinner that they go to as a unit after this to discuss mm-hmm. decision day. Um, his attitude there, you can see, was not positive at all. That and she was like on his arm and stuff. Did you see that? He was like cuddly. She was cuddling him. At the end, like she had her arm around him. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it at the end. Like she was cool with him. <laughs> I don't know. But then Zach himself hopped onto the thread and replied. He said, wow, I didn't think anyone would get this. Impressive. <laughs> now the question is, did she change her answer before we sat down with the experts? Or did she read a letter she wrote, gave her answer at the end, got questioned by the experts who then asked her again if she wanted to be married or divorced and then changed her mind, knowing that under no circumstance was I going to change my answer. So she said yes, so it would look like I'm the bad guy and she would be the victim again. Luckily, I will answer the question in about two weeks and show you the exact letter she read on decision (gasps) day. So she had her own letter. Oh, Wow. If they put That's it in. That's why she had her purse. She had to put it in her purse. She had no pockets. <laughs> That's a trash romper then. <laughs> no pockets. That's true. Um, no, don't, don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, wow. But if he does put her on blast at the reunion, the question is, are they going to show it? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. Right. You know? I don't know. I don't know. He says he going to show us the exact letter she had. Well, also, I think even if they don't show it, he's going to put it out there. It's like, fuck this. I'm not crazy. (laughs) Man, that's good. That's good stuff. I know. I was like, wait. I was like, he responded. Hold on. Let me get in the thread. What happened? Jeez. Yeah. That's some good stuff. These reunions, boy. They're going to be juicy. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait. So it's going to be two episodes, right? Yes. Okay. Two reunions and then a Where Are They Now? Oh, wow. Okay. Three more episodes. Cool. And then we have to go back we'll be... and listen to the first episode. 
see how wrong we're we moving were. on we're moving on <laughs> 90 day fiance here we come <laughs> all right let's move it um last couple not surprised with the what came out of this one rachel and jose rachel says that this decision is life-altering she wanted to get married to one person and grow old with that one person a person that fits her life her fear going into this was not knowing uh, if Jose would be the best person for her. This phrase, she said, my fear. And then there was a cut. It says going into this, not knowing if Jose was the best person for her, was two different uh, sound bites because there were two different volumes. You can definitely mm-hmm. tell they were Frankenstein together. And I was like, yeah. what the heck? That one was really obvious. It was really bad. Go ahead and listen to that one again, because that was crazy. So um, they walk in. Uh, what do you think of their looks? That's what I was going to say. I said, okay, Rachel, with your freakum dress on, mm-hmm. get it. She sure did have a freakum dress. <laughs> it looked good. She always like, looks she, good. She did look good. I was like, this might not have been the occasion for, you know, Forever 21 or Fashion Nova's best, <laughs> but she still looked good and she yeah. still looked cute. She looked more casual than the others. Yeah. Yeah. Like she might be going to the club after this. Exactly. Yeah. Jose. Looked like Jose. Yeah. All his jewelry, that big ass country Armani exchange belt <laughs> buckle. Pass. I did notice they matched. They did. Which was telling. I, yes, I agree. Yes. Yeah. They walk in and Pastor Cal says, man, y'all look good and married. <laughs> he then yep. asked how they've been. Jose, in true Jose fashion, just rambles the same things he says over and over again. It's been a journey. It's been a whirlwind. Lots of ups, lots of downs. They have a lot of similarities and commonalities. And that's what he was asking for. Someone to go and enjoy the common things that they both like to do. And Rachel says that at the beginning, it was so perfect. It could not be more perfect. And then the big argument happened. The day after their argument, she was done. It was too much at once. Dr. Viviana asks how it was for her emotionally after the deadbolt situation. She says the way he argued scared her, that that was a character flaw. So that I thought was interesting because that is a powerful phrase that it scared her. And nobody seems worried about that as experts because it was well, that's scary <laughs> and that's the whole thing i don't know why the experts aren't holding these people accountable, accountable for their actions. they didn't say anything to johnny they didn't say anything to michaela they're not saying anything to jose mm-hmm. like all these people had really rash harsh reactions and you know it should be discussed but they haven't said anything so here's a question for you so in past seasons have these experts always been the experts yeah okay um and have they ever put anybody accountable for their actions or is this just very different because now it's so volatile i can't tell you no okay there's been too many episodes <laughs> okay it was just it's been too long i was just curious <laughs> i was just curious as to like because i you know i heard people saying that it just gets more dramatic and more dramatic because it used to be about love and really matching yeah. people yeah. for the right reasons yeah, can, and not for ratings. Right. I, I can't say yet. Yeah, the last few seasons it has been getting more and more produced, more and more storyline driven rather than focusing on the actual experiment itself. Mm-hmm. And there has been less and less 
expert involvement. Mm, okay. Um, you know, but shame on them because that just lessens their credibility as professionals. Yeah. How, if I'm a real patient, how am I going to trust you when you can't even hold abusers accountable? Because they don't need real patients. They, they just don't. go on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, th- yeah, that just like didn't like that that it scared her and everybody's cool with that uh jose then says what he his favorite phrase that he's just afraid she's gonna bounce after things get rough he has said that like four times and um he says actions his actions did not serve the marriage it was tough but um what's also tough is when someone throws in the white towel uh but they've learned so much from that Pastor Cal says the beauty in that is that they discussed it, dealt with it, and put it to rest. You valued her more than being right. Jose says that he was hurt and upset. Dr. Pepper says trust has always been an issue in his past. Do you fully trust your wife? Jose says that's a tough question because, again, when shit hits the fan, she's going to bounce. So he didn't answer the question. So he doesn't trust her, in my opinion. I don't disagree. (laughs) Rachel says it's different when you're with someone you really want to be with. And then we go to decision time. They really had nothing to discuss. They really had nothing. It was like two minutes. Yeah. It was really funny. I looked at the the timer on the screen. I was like, wow, this is really going to go fast. Um, But did you notice like Rachel wasn't smiling at all? Like this whole process? I didn't see a smile. I did notice that when, yeah, because I expected them to show her smiling once he said yes, and she Mm-mm. kind of had a straight face. Yeah, there was no smiling, Rachel. Um, so Jose says he really cares about her. She shows him every day how much she values him. It makes him feel special when she does these little things he didn't ask for. It's been a quick process, a lot of different elements, but what they have, but what they have from a foundation perspective is far better than anything he could have expected. They went through hard times and worked through it. Every day they will grow and live together. She shows how important he is to her. He wants to stay married. She's a wonderful woman. He couldn't be married to anyone better. <laughs> All the same cheesy cliches. Um, and then it's Rachel's turn. She says they went through a lot. They chose to marry, but did not choose who they were going to marry. The whole marriage seemed so perfect, and they both learned that it's not perfect. Of course she wants to stay married. <laughs> I thought it was so... Duh. It was, like, so... I don't know. It, it was like a downer, and then, yeah, let's stay married. <laughs> they have a lot of learning and growing together. She chooses to be married to him. And then they show uh, them in their interviews after. He said he was nervous. It's a huge sense of relief that they had a connection. Um, Their bad days were actually pretty helpful. And she says she feels confident because he's a great partner. And that's it. Word on the streets is that they're not together, though. That they supposedly broke up in October, which is why Jose went to the Astros game with the Brotherhood and not super sports fan Rachel. Maybe Rachel went to another... uh, world series by herself i don't know she went to a party (laughs) sports bar so that's interesting so um reunion wise i guess they'd be together because they're far from filming 
Uh, let me see. Let me pull up the old production calendar. Yeah. So decision day was mid-April. Mm-hmm. The season premiere was at the end of July. Mm-hmm. Reunion taping was the last weekend in August. Oh, yeah. So by the that time was, they taped the reunion, they, were they already started the season. Yeah. And it's been quite a while since decision day. Yeah. Months. Months. So, yeah. But that's the word on the street. Not confirmed yet. So. No. I can't wait for all the cheese mid to come out next couple weeks. Yeah. Once they start running their mouths. Mm-hmm. Defending Unlike themselves. those social media accounts. <laughs> All right, last scene, the group scene, drinks. Did you notice all the guys had fruity drinks? (laughs) It seemed to me like a lot of the drinks looked the same, but they were in different glasses. They were all the same color. Yeah, they were. Uh, Well, I guess I only noticed the guys' drinks because they were all martini glasses and they were purple. (laughs) I was like, okay, they had a special, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. But it's the day after decision day and everybody's meeting up together to have dinner and drinks and discuss what happened the day before. So Johnny opens up the floor and asks Jose and Rachel about their decision. Jose says that he decided to say yes and stay married. He said that it's been a great journey. He's learned a lot <laughs> All the so far. Stuff. <laughs> it's his line. I know. He says that he learned that he thought he was a great listener and communicator, but it turns out he's not. They all have a laugh at that. Because he says it all the uh, time. It's on his flashcards. He made more flashcards. <laughs> his private ones. Yeah. Though, like in his closet. Yeah. Um, Rachel jokes that she had to say yes because she Ubered to the decision day location and she needed to ride back home. <laughs> Ryan says that he wonders when uh, they're going to change the names. And Jose says that they've been calling themselves the same thing. We've been calling them all year. Yep. They now go by Rose. Bao in an ITM says that, you know, they're Rose now and they cannot be separated. We all knew this was going to happen. They've been so lovey-dovey the entire time. How could they not stay married? Obviously. Obviously. They go back to the table. Gil answers next and says that after a long, thought-out process, he learned that you can get a good tax break when you get married. So he's decided <laughs> to go ahead and stay with Mirla. <laughs> Mirla says that she said yes as well. And that she's most excited to get a new place with him and, you know, start building a home, decorating, all that kind of stuff. Very domestic of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gil is very quick to tell them that they're sexy now. Just ha- can't wait to tell their business. Oh, <laughs> how embarrassing. Like, nobody else made a grand announcement when they were knocking boots. No. Uh, then they go to an interview with Jose where he says that <laughs> Gil and Mirla have crossed the finish line. It goes to show that you don't always have to be the biggest or the strongest or jump off to the fast, fastest start. You can still finish and win the race. They go back to the dinner and Gil asks about everybody else. Brett chimes in and says that, you know, things weren't going the way that they wanted them to go so she said she'd rather not stay married Brian says that as disappointing as it is he also said no but there's no regrets uh in an itm gill says that in the beginning he believes brett and ryan did like each other but ryan wasn't wasn't being real (laughs) he says you you're saying one thing to her and doing something else you just look like a bad guy period he's not wrong i mean They go back to the dinner. Michaela pipes up and says that her 
her answer when they were talking to the experts and they asked her, ultimately, do you want to stay married or get a divorce? She said she wanted to stay married because ultimately she does want to stay with him. So this is going back to the theory, what Zach was saying. It was that her initial answer or was it some coaching from the experts that made her change her answer? And that's what we saw. So they're also showing shots um, of Zach at this dinner (laughs) and he looks absolutely miserable. Like he's in his mind asking Jesus to make him a bird so he could fly (laughs) far, far away from this mess. He's totally out of it. But when they get him speaking, he says, he's not going to lie. Decision day was the worst day out of the entire eight weeks. That's saying something. Yeah, Considering all that he went through. Uh Yeah. (laughs) He says that he does still intend to hang out with Michaela and get to know her better. So no matter what he said, yes or no, it didn't matter. In his mind, they were still going to be together based off of their discussions. Um, you know, he said they talked about dating after decision day since the couples retreat. So to him, it didn't matter whether he said yes or no, because they already had a plan. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we see Bao in an ITM and she says, you know, the question from the experts is very clear. Do you want to stay married or do you want to get a divorce? Not divorce with the intention of dating afterwards. What's the intent? Are you trying to have your cake and eat it too? which is what we've all been saying. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is yes. Yep. So back at the dinner, Gil asked what happened. Except Bao's part of the cake. (laughs) Mm. 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 (laughs) So Gil asked Zach, what would happen if Michaela just cut him off? And he said, then at that point, he'd understand that and respect it. Uh, Gil says, you know, it couldn't be him because, you know, if Mirla was to do that to him, he'd be like, hell no, (laughs) you can't. No, you can't yeah. break up with me and be like, yeah, but we still talking. No, we broke up. <laughs> what you mean? Uh, yeah, he said he would definitely be in his feelings about it. At this point, Michaela is giving giant eye rolls uh-huh. and neck rolls and attitude. So Michaela says that their relationship is their relationship. They have had beautiful moments and he does kind of need to get away from the situation for them to flourish. She decided she respected that once she came off her initial feelings of what the hell. All of a sudden. Brett encur- yeah. Brett encourages them to do whatever they need to do for their relationship. It doesn't matter if everyone on the outside is confused and it doesn't make any sense to anyone else. And they don't know what the hell's going on. Who cares? They just need to do what they want to do as long as both of them are happy. That's all they need to know. Zach at this point looks like he's about to have an emotional breakdown. Did you notice that when she, when Brett is saying that Ryan is just staring straight ahead with no emotion whatsoever. Like if he's in La La Land or doesn't agree what she's saying, I don't know, but he's just like stone cold face. I was like, what is, what is going on in there? (laughs) He's checked out. I guess so. I'm I'm only here because I have to be. (laughs) So yeah. And Zach looks shook. I'm surprised he didn't start crying. (laughs) Then they go back to Johnny and he says going into decision day, he didn't know in his mind what he was going to say. And that stepping into the room, everything kind of just goes into hyperdrive. The past eight weeks just start swimming through your head. And after sitting down and talking with the expert, 
He figured, what's the harm in saying yes and trying? Bao says that she came into the room with the decision she had and that she had made it over lots and lots of reflections. She said that they had had a lot of good times, but ultimately she wanted a divorce because she sincerely felt that she hadn't really been in a marriage. Gil asked if she had any hesitation to change her answer after he said his first, and she said no. It was too little too late. <laughs> if there had been any kind of sincere conviction before decision day, maybe, but nah, it was already too late. Yeah. And in an ITM, Ryan says that he was surprised that Johnny and Bao didn't work it out. Um, he says that on paper, they are the most logical couple because they're both successful, intellectual people. Um, they both have the same kind of funny, nerdy, quirky quality to them. And it sucks because there are so many, um, you know, so many qualities there where they match. Um, Johnny says that, you know, none of them chose this. They didn't choose their significant others, but they've been put in difficult situations and they're all going to be coming out stronger. That's how he feels like he's coming out of it. And he feels confident about the future and whoever he ends up with is going to get the tested version of him. <laughs> Bao says she came into this because she wanted to find the love of her life. She's grown a lot. She's learned a lot about friendships and what it means to show up as a good friend and, and as a good wife. She is grateful that she met them and got to know so many wonderful people. And her heart is full, she says, through her little tears, which oh, was very sweet. It was very sweet. Um but like too perfect like the tears coming down perfectly like Demi Moore <laughs> and then it Demi Moore of all the people right I there. know oh, I think she in every movie when she was younger when she was crying she said these perfect tears like in Ghost and stuff anyway uh, don't worry about it uh, <laughs> but it brought me back to the Reddit streets when her ex was like Oh, she can cry mm. on on cue. All she does is think of her dead dog. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> That's what I thought of. <laughs> She's just so polished. And I don't know. Sometimes it, for me at least, it comes off. I like her. I think she she's funny and quirky and weird. And I'm all about that. But th she does come off very polished at times. And it seems a little rehearsed, in my opinion. I'm sure people um, will see. strongly disagree with that. We'll see if more of her personality comes out in these reunions and follow-ups. Mm -hmm. But the true color show. Yes. So then they cut to Brett and she says she's not going to get emotional, but she feels like they're a family. <laughs> and that they mean so much to her. Uh, then Gil says that they all share a bond that nobody else can share. He says, you know, they're always going to be there for each other. If somebody's got a baby, somebody, somebody's going to be their support. And Brett says she better be named a guy mom. <laughs> uh, Jose says that he can think back to talking to the experts and telling them what he wanted. And he's glad that they listened. Rachel says that she's so grateful for this experiment because everything has been a highlight. She's happy to have been a part of this. And they all say, same, 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 same. <laughs> And then they lift up a toast to the rest of their lives. Cheers. Cheers. That's the show. And that is season 13. In the books. Wow, what a ride. It was bananas. It was crazy. I think, do you think last season was crazier than this season? Mm. I think so. I think last season was, I think Chris made drama oh, a whole yeah. factor in this show going forward 
So yeah, yeah, manufactured. Yeah, like soup. Yeah. So I think last season was crazier. This season was crazy. Um, I think some people got a great edit and some people did not. But I, I absolutely cannot wait for the reunion. I think it's gonna be so juicy. And Kevin better be asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. Damn it. He better. He better call people out on their shit. I hope so. But um, let me see. I wrote down some little notes. Okay. Uh, as far as the little clip they showed. So Zach, Michaela, and Gil all walk off at some point. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. I can see Zach and Michaela. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. What would Gil be walking off for? I don't know. I don't know either. Because I feel like Mirla is always super cool and collected. I don't feel like mm-hmm. she would be blowing up at him or being vulgar because she's never been like that. Right. So. So, yeah, I thought. I don't know. Unless, because I know they did also show him being, like, super emotional, so maybe if he just didn't want that on camera anymore, he walked off. Yeah, maybe he just wanted to collect himself. Give himself a moment. Go cry in the back. <laughs> Can't have two Zacks on stage. They have Johnny. <laughs> That's true. They're all a mess. Uh, like we talked about before, Kevin asked Brett if she's met somebody, so hopefully that'll give us some answers. Him asking about Mirla and Johnny... Uh, Michaela blowing up mm-hmm. on Zach, talking about how she got played. Had to bring Big Sister. Yup. Now, do you think Big Sister's there to back her up or to make sure she don't go ape shit? Yes. <laughs> uh, we see the first inklings of Bal and Zach. Yup. Maybe being something. So I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be great. It better be it great. It better be. <laughs> Don't be dragging this shit out for like you did this episode. This episode could have been 30 minutes. Yeah, it sure could have. It was just a giant clip show. <laughs> Yet we still almost made it to two hours. I know. I was like, this is going to be the shortest episode ever. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, that's that's the season. That's the show. Um, thank you so much for sticking with us through the season. We hope you enjoyed our very first recap of Married at First Sight, season 13. It's in the books. We had such a great time covering it. Uh, We're going to continue the conversation on social. We're going to continue the conversation uh, with the reunions coming up. So make sure you still stick around and subscribe. Make sure you're connected with us on social media. We are on Instagram at Podcast and on Twitter at Queens. Igby usually... Uh, live tweets the episodes on Wednesday, so make sure to keep up with her there. Uh, we did start a Facebook group, still there. So if y'all want to join <laughs> the conversation, <laughs> let's get it started. Let's get this community started in there. I know it's a little late in the game, but we can do it. Um, subscribe, uh, give us reviews, five stars preferably. Uh, that's how people can uh, find us. So if you are not sharing, you better and give us some five stars that would be great (laughs) what a threat you guys better do it right now (laughs) no that's all getting and let us know what else you want us to cover yeah after this this is the last episode what are we going to talk about after this yes Mm -hmm. and dm us with the cheese of course um but yeah that's all i got igby anything i've said my piece i'm done all right i'm done too all right y'all see you next time bye see ya Thank you.